This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. But right now, we got we get the hour started. We get a chance to uh, to make the shift. We talked to Betsy Londrigan a week ago, uh, I believe it was, and uh, and now the incumbent of the seat for uh, for Congress is Rodney Davis, and he joins us on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. The fact I know about Rodney Davis that sticks out, Raiders fan. Are, mm-hmm. are, are we still supporting him even though they went to Vegas? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I've been with him through uh, <laughs> I've been with him through Oakland, LA, back to Oakland, <laughs> Vegas, baby. I was kinda hoping they'd come to St. Louis. Yeah, well hey, yeah, why not? That wouldn't be too bad. Five hundred team, it looks good. It looks good. How's uh what, yeah. what, fifth fifth time you've done this, Rodney? You know, the first time obviously uh, you, you won by uh, what, about a thousand and two votes, I think I saw. Uh, yep. which, which you won by twice that last time against Betsy, but, you know, the conversation, it was less than 1%. Um, what's it like when you're going into a, you know, a, a tough battle? It hasn't been pretty. People are, you know, there's a lot of negativity coming out of this one. I don't know who did it first, but I don't care. You know, you've, you, people react, you know, you've got to react the way you do when, when things are said about you. I'm not, I'm not challenging you or, 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 uh, or questioning anything anybody's done, but this hasn't been pretty. You knew you are in for a dogfight, I'm guessing. Absolutely. I mean, it's no different than getting on the football field. Yeah. You know, that the other team's coming after you. They've got the money to, to play offense and defense, and, and you've got to be able to go out there and, and talk about, you know, run your play calls. Talk about what you've done successfully, what I've done successfully after you've given me the privilege to, to represent you in Washington. I said I was going to go to D.C. back in 2012 when I first asked for your vote to go address agriculture, transportation and infrastructure, and student debt. And I have a track record of success on all three of those issues. So much so that we just passed a student debt relief bill that's huge. Employers can now be incentivized to help people pay pay down their student debt, people who work for them. This is a big deal that's going to help us solve that crisis in the country. Is that I, I would I've asked anybody who's a, who's an incumbent. I mean, is that what you're most proud of right now? And, and feel free to elaborate on anything else you're you're most proud of since you've been in office. Oh, I, I'm very proud of our record of bipartisanship, Eric. I mean, I'm ranked the 13th most bipartisan member out of 435 House members. Hmm. Number one most bipartisan member out of Republicans and Democrats in the state of Illinois, and it is it is something I promised I would be when I first went to Washington, I've lived up to that commitment. You know, our farmers are crucial to our our economy. You know, we have some of the agribusiness giants in Decatur, but it takes products from our fields to make those those companies successful and able to hire thousands of people in Macon County and the surrounding areas. I've helped stabilize our farm policy by passing two farm bills, infrastructure investment. We were at Decatur Mass Transit District not too long ago talking about the investments made in in Decatur and surrounding areas and infrastructure investment. But I also have four public universities and four private universities, including my alma mater, Millican, and eight community college districts that I know are important to Courtney, uh, like Richland and so many people. This is, you know, this student debt relief bill is a voluntary private sector partnership approach to help people get out of crushing debt that many kids are coming out of our universities and colleges with. It's a win-win for employers. They're incentivized to offer it, and it's a win-win for tax-free benefits up to $5,250 per year for every graduate that's going into the workforce and everyone who has debt in the workforce right now. It's a promise I made, and it's a promise I deliver. Well, congratulations on that. That's great. Definitely. Uh, You mentioned agriculture a little bit. There's still fights in that world, right? I mean, what, what... 
you, you, and you can talk about anything you want here, but but if you get reelected, you know what what are the next couple? I don't know, six months to a year. What, what's most important on your on your slate in your mind that you need to accomplish? Number one is is being victorious over this virus. You know, yeah. we came together as Republicans and Democrats at the beginning of this pandemic and created past four bills that, that are now commonly referred to as the CARES Act. In those bills, we invested hundreds of millions of dollars in vaccine development. And we are now about to see the fruits of that investment, investing, partnering with American companies. And Dr. Fauci even told us just not too long ago, he expects a vaccine for the most vulnerable and our healthcare workers by the end of this year. That's a success. Remember, we can Monday morning quarterback this pandemic response till the cows come home. But no one, Republican or Democrat, was prepared in Washington to address the pandemic. But we had created an opportunity to have a vaccine for a disease we didn't even know existed on Earth a year ago. Yeah. And, and that is huge. That should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think we don't take enough. Uh, I, I think it's something that the American people don't get enough uh, information about how close we are to really vanquishing this disease with a vaccine. Talking about the, the, you know, staying with the pandemic, when we're past it, what's the next level of of cleaning up what what it left in its path? Well, number one, we've got a Monday morning quarterback, our response to that. Mm -hmm. We've got to bring supply chains for PPE back to the United States of America. We've got to make sure that we never get caught flat-footed with a future pandemic ever again. That's number one. But number two, we got to get back to the economic growth and historic low unemployment that we had. We right now, just yesterday, saw announced the most, the absolute most economic growth in a quarter that's ever been seen in our nation's history. That tells me that what we did by creating the PPP program to keep our mom and pop shops alive during this pandemic and our local communities, our perpetual sales tax base alive, uh, is working and we can get back to that economic growth. And that means having markets for our farmers. That means investing in infrastructure so that we can rebuild our crumbling roads and bridges and keep people in, in the workforce and the labor workforce employed. Those are my priorities. Brother Rodney, how you doing, Congressman? Good. Cody, how you doing, buddy? I'm phenomenally well, just like yourself. And I got two questions. One is a, a, a simple question, but the first question is, what do you say to individuals when they say, there's a um, as a re, re, as it relates to the conflict in healthcare and you repealing um, healthcare for million uh, millions of struggling people and we're in this pandemic. Well, I'm not trying to repeal our healthcare uh, for anyone in the midst of this pandemic, and anybody mm-hmm. who says that is uh, is offering an outright lie. Uh, I've offered plans during this pandemic that would allow many Americans to be able to remain on their own insurance their employer-based insurance, even when they don't have a job at that employer, because like my, I would tell you when my wife went through uh, colon cancer 21 years ago, I would have not known what to do if I was forced to leave an employer-based plan that many Americans, most Americans utilize, and then go on to a subsidized Medicaid plan that could have disrupted her treatment, which is why Mm. I introduced the bill to allow Americans during this pandemic to get subsidies to stay on the plans and the treatments that they're used to. Mm-hmm. That's a common sense way. That's mm-hmm. the furthest thing from trying to take health care away from anyone. 
Got you. Got gotcha. you. I do have another question. Now, uh, I, I know this is a serious topic, but I have to ask you this. Um, peanut butter Reese cups are Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've been butter, talking. Reese's peanut butter cups are Kit Kats? Yes. How about I blow How about I, I tonight, I will tell you, I've, I've got a bag of candy that's supposed to be for Halloween mm-hmm. that I've already eaten half of, and they have Reese's cups and Kit Kats. I have eaten more Kit Kats than Reese's cups. Hey, well, I told you, Eric. You tonight. Yeah. I'm Good answer. Take a Kit Kat and dip it into a Reese's cup and see how that tastes. You, you, you might have just lost fifteen hundred votes. <laughs> hey, good answer, uh, Congressman Davis. We just did, we just did a candy tournament here, and the three of us with Dominique, we we uh, peanut butter cups won. That was the final. So. Well, is that it? Hey, you know you know what's been most popular in that bag? Candy for me. Almond uh, Joys. I love coconut. Oh, I just said everybody eats them are weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm a member of Congress. Isn't that good? Okay, fair enough. As long as we we all have to own our weird. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, one more serious topic is the topic of race right now going on in, right. in this country. And um, I'm learning as we go. I think a lot of white people are learning a, a lot of things as we go. I mean, do do you feel like this country should never stop learning? Oh, no, we've always got to learn from our mistakes. Look, I, I mean, Courtney's got a personal experience on issues like this mm-hmm. from, you know, decades ago. Right. I mean, that's what makes America great, is that we learn from our our mistakes in history. And there's no better place to learn than where we're at in central Illinois, where we have, we, we have buried the president who created the Emancipation Proclamation and took what was historically terrible for our nation and allowed us a path to move forward. But we still have to do more. And what is frustrating to me is that, uh, you know, we still saw what happened tragically to George Floyd. But at the same time, we've got to do things to honor those law enforcement officers, like the two brave African-American police officers who ran toward gunfire so that me and my friends a few years ago could run away from gunfire on a baseball field. Mm -hmm. And let's make sure we hold people who are corrupt, who who commit crimes like we saw against George Floyd and others, hold them accountable. But let's also remember that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, where we, working with the Trump administration, passed for the first time criminal justice reform. We have historic low minority incarceration rates. We don't see petty drug dealers going to jail to settle a prison for longer sentences than Jared the Subway guy who was a pedophile that had money for a good lawyer. Yeah. That has changed and, and and I was really proud to lead the charge in helping to make sure that the Trump administration and Democrats in Washington worked with us to get that passed. Uh, do you have an opinion on the, on the graduated income tax? It's obviously a very hot topic, uh, especially among small business owners. I think it's terrible. Uh, you know, only in Illinois, where you have people who fail to make good fiscal decisions in Springfield, tell you that they're going to raise taxes on on only only those people who can afford to leave. And then they're going to come to all of us because they would now be given permission to raise everyone's taxes on a graduated level because of this amendment on the rest of us who aren't leaving Illinois to make up for the revenue that they're projecting to get from people who are just going to leave our state, Mm. just like they have been. I think it's short-sighted. 
I don't want to give Springfield any more opportunities to raise your taxes. They just raised everybody's taxes 66% not too long ago, and they didn't make decisions that they needed to make in Springfield to put us on a better fiscal path. Well, any, uh, I definitely, Courtney, if you, if you don't have another one, uh, Congressman, do you have any uh, anything you'd like to touch on? Maybe we didn't that we didn't ask you. Look, hey, it's a privilege to, to chat with you guys. Look, I, I I've known both of you for years. Uh, you know, I'm somebody that if you've got an issue, you can pick up the phone and you can give me a call. That to me is what a member of Congress should be: accessible, willing to solve problems that don't always get the headlines. The issues I brought up tonight aren't in the 24-hour news cycle all the time, are they? Yeah. yeah. But they're, bi- they're bipartisan solutions that I told you I was going to put in place, and I lived up to that promise. That's why I'm asking for your listeners to consider giving me an opportunity to continue to serve you in Washington by giving me your uh, and Which takes me to what my last question always is. If people want to reach you, where, how do they do it? You, 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 is it an email? Is it a website? And you can go to my website anytime. It's uh, rodneydavis.house.gov. You want to call me? You've got a problem with Social Security. You've got a problem with Medicare and the VA. Call my office. We want to help you. It's 217-791-6224. 217-791-6224. Or go to rodneydavis.house.gov, and you can send me an email. Gotcha. Just curious, what are your next 48 hours like? <laughs> I've been down in... Uh, southwestern part of my district all day today, Jerseyville, Hardin, Brussels, uh, Grafton, uh, Roxana, and Edwardsville, heading north right now again, and I'll be back down here knocking on doors in Madison County tomorrow and really making that final push. Uh, We'll be all around the district over the next next 72 hours and and talking about our successes and and, and our willingness to listen. I really believe we're going to have a great Tuesday. Well, we wish you the best. Good luck to everybody. Rodney, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for the time. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.